You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, back to Kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. All right, welcome back. Kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. We got the best of the best. We've got the rapid fire and a final word. Let's get this is the game of the week, people. Let's get to it. This week's best of the best of the best of the this best week's best of the best. I love this game. Ravens laying three against the Bengals. Factoid, the Bengals lit the Ravens up twice last year, scoring 41 each time. Boomer, the floor is yours. Yeah, I don't think they'll score that many this year. I, one, of the, one of the times they caught them last year, I think one was without Lamar, and the defense was all beat up. Uh, man, the Ravens are in a weird spot. Did you see Marcus Peters screaming at John Harbaugh after the game last week? I was in shock because Harbaugh's not that coach. Yeah, but That's Harbaugh. established. Well, here's the deal. Harbaugh runs that team. I mean, he is the man. And you do not mouth off to the coach, especially – in front of the other players. you got a problem with the coach, go talk to the coach quietly. Uh, John Harbaugh basically tried to kind of sweep that thing under the rug after it was all over, said and done with. But, man, I think there's an issue with the Ravens. I really do. Oh, and, again, defensively, I can't believe I'm saying this, the Baltimore Ravens cannot get pressure unless they sell out and blitz. Right, and this is one of the reasons why Wink Martindale is not there and he's with the Giants because last year he did sell out and blitz, yeah. and last year they scored 82 points on him. Who so you got here? I'm going to take the Bengals on the road. I think the Bengals. Me too. Have, I think the Bengals have found their footing. You know, maybe one of the most underrated coaches in the entire NFL is the defense coordinator for the Bengals. His name is Lou Adarumo. He's from Staten Island here in New York. He does a great job with this team. In the last two years, his defense has been, you know, right there in the top ten. He makes adjustments in the middle of the game. He confuses opposing quarterbacks. And for whatever reason, you know, like I think he's got a, a, a lowdown on what Baltimore does offensively. You know what I like too with Cincy, and this is a geeky thing, but what the hell? Who cares? We're talking football. I love their safety play. I love that they they that pair of safeties. They trust them. They're able to do more underneath based on the trust. It's really, I, I, I'm telling you, man. And everybody who goes to Cincy gets better. Like Mike Hilton, they sign him, and all of a sudden, Mike Hilton's the best slot corner in football. They sign Hendrickson. Now Hendrickson is one of the elite pass. Every, it, there, there's something. You're right. There's something going on organizationally. They're making guys better. Well, their defense is, is really good. and doesn't get any of the credit that some of the top defenses in the NFL yeah. get. And, of course, Joe Burrow is finally rounding into shape. And, you know, he's the one who said two weeks ago, relax. They're on a two-game winning streak right now. Baltimore brings out the best in him and the Bengals. That's why I like the Bengals on the road this week. And 10 days to prep for it, which means Boomer and I are both walking into this and the Ravens win by 30. That's how this <laughs> league works. All right, let's yes. t- let's do the rapid fire. And Boomer, I just this is 
quarterback team, quarterback team, I want to get a general quarter poll update from you. Sure. So an example, the quarterback who has disappointed you the most. Well, it's got to be Russell Wilson. I mean, uh, they're not generating enough points. The offense looks listless. There's been a lot of mistakes made by both Nathaniel Hackett and by Russell Wilson. I, I could also say Baker Mayfield. I guess I could say Matt Ryan, but I think Matt Ryan will come out of it. But I, Russell Wilson, with the contract extension, everything that went into his offseason, he has got to be the biggest disappointment in the NFL right now. And for me, I, I mean, the Baker one for me, I, I just don't understand it. There's weapons there. It's a clean slate. It's a change of scenery. You thought – I didn't think he'd be a superstar, but I thought he'd be good. I thought he'd put some energy in the organization. Well, it also makes the Cleveland Browns look a little bit smarter as to why they didn't want him. Never thought you used those now, words I, in the same sense. I know that, but I'm not saying that they should have replaced him with who they are ultimately replacing him with and how much money they gave uh, Deshaun Watson. But uh, he he obviously looks uncomfortable, and he's not totally sure with what's going on with that offense right now either. The team who has surprised you the most. At the well, pole. I could say the Giants are three and one, but it's been an ugly three and one. They could have easily been four and zero, oh, to be honest. With right, you. but they're not good, and we know it. Well, yeah, I feel I feel like that. Um, if you want to say a team that's probably disappointed me from a negative standpoint, I would say the Colts. I mean, you know, the Colts open up with a tie against Houston. Uh, you know, and they get off to another slow start. Their offense has not hit uh, full full steam ahead just yet. Um, they, they've been disappointing, surprisingly disappointing at this point. Who surprised you in a good way, though? I think the Eagles. The Eagles are 4-0. I knew they were going to be the best team in the NFC, as I felt that way. And I am a huge uh, Jalen Hurts fan because I think he's the opposite of Kyle Murray. I think his team loves and respects him. I think he plays with the proverbial chip on his shoulder and is extremely competitive. And I think he's paired with the right coach. And this is year two with that coach. And look at what Jalen Hurts is doing. I want to just do an off-board one just because yep. I'm telling you, I am shocked at what Arthur Smith in Atlanta has done. I know they're 2-2. Two and two. They could be 4-0, should be 3-1, and one, should be. And, and this that, is with Marcus Mariota. Right. And, and, again, it's a known hold, hold, you know, placeholder quarterback. But the running scheme, the way that they're playing, they don't have a great defense. I just – it has surprised me in a nice way to see a guy just grind along. They compete. They're fun to watch. I just – they have surprised me because I thought they were going to be awful. You know, just remember a 17-game season. I think we kind of feel like we know who the top 10 teams are, assuming they can stay relatively healthy. Yeah. Uh, they are not a top 10 team. They will not make the playoffs. I just think, you know, here we are at the quarter pole. Yeah, just They're a nice competitive. And I know he's pretty chippy with the media down there in Atlanta. So, Who is a non-quarterback, a player, who has underwhelmed you the most. So a guy you had expectation for. Well, Kadarius Toney for the New York Giants. Now he can't get on the field because he's hurt. Um, I would also, oh boy, you know. Do <laughs> you, you want me to throw you one? Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right, and it's from the top of the draft. Aiden Hutchinson. Three of the four games, you wouldn't even know he's on the field, and he is getting physically Bullied. Yeah, well, it's you know it's easy to pick on rookies. I know. know. I mean, and they they need to know what's going on. I, I could say the same thing about Kayvon Thibodeau, Thibodeau with the Giants. You mm -hmm. know, he had all this pomp and circumstance coming out of Oregon, kind of dresses in a unique fashion. Is not afraid to give you an opinion about something. But you know, I'd like to see a tackle or a sack or at least uh -oh. at least a quarterback pressure. Uh oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there are, there are a bunch of those guys that kind of fit that kind of mold. Hey, the other good surprising story I think is Jacksonville. 
and what Doug Peterson's doing with Trevor Lawrence. You know, forget about last week's game. You're going to have a bad game every now and again, especially against good defense and bad weather. But I think that that pairing is going to be good. If I told you, oh God, I'm going to I'm going to regret saying this. I think they're going to win that division. We talked. We had, we talked about that last week. But they I wasn't ready to say it. I just sat here and listened. <laughs> I actually believe it now, which means even after a loss, yes, because of the way they opened that game, because that they weren't shell shocked. And look, as a Giants fan, I don't remember the last time we played well in Philly. The weather bothers Lawrence. I know this, but like Boomer, I look at that division. It's wide open. I feel like they can get this done. And to go from number one pick in the draft to winning a division, that's almost impossible. But yet here I am. Yeah, there's got to be one of these new 10 head coaches this season that breaks out. And to me, the best one that has a chance to do that, from what I see right now, is is Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. What team has disappointed you the most? Oh, God. There's a, there's a bunch of those. And, you know, this is what Tom Brady was talking about when he said there's a lot of poor football being sure. played and all that other stuff. Well, the Bears are terrible. They've disappointed me. I would tell you that the Rams have disappointed me a little bit. You know, they are the defending champions. Everybody's throwing their best shot at them. Um, I could also probably say the Steelers because, you know, I'm just so used to seeing the Steelers win and the way that they play. And with the turnovers and the lack of offense and the lack of scoring, I would probably put them up there at the top of the list as well. Yeah, it would be Raiders for me just based on, look, it's one thing to be lesser than or be disappointing, but to be winless and then need the Broncos to come to town and fumble it all over the place. Raiders are just bad. So they got Josh McDaniels, and they went out and got Devontae Adams in the offseason. And everybody and yep. everybody thought that was going to be like, all right, this is going to be great. So this is one of these teams, again, I think that it's going to take a while. When I say a while, maybe another two to three weeks to really figure out who they are because they've been in games. It's I know. Like they're getting blown out. I know. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, this is coaching two ways. The coach who's doing the most with the least. Well, Brian Dayball right now. Okay. I mean, it has to be. I mean, they're three and one. And uh, have no I, offense. And, you know, the other thing, too, is Brian Dayball did say two weeks ago, you know, guys, there's going to be a game in which we get blown out. <laughs> like, like it's coming. What? You know it's coming? So I would say, yeah, he, he and Joe Shane, uh, you know, have turned over this roster. They have a winning record. And this is the first time we're going to have two teams with a winning record playing in London together. Really? Yes. Excellent factoid. Now, the coach doing the least with the most. Mm. Is it McDaniels? Is it probably Josh McDaniels just because of the the headlines and the Darren Waller. Now, Renfro's hurt. Max Crosby, you know, they went out and got Chandler Jones. Uh, they have Josh Jacobs. I mean, this, this should be a better team. And like I said, it's all dependent on how you evaluate what they look like. They're not getting killed. No. So they're in every game. They're competitive. So I kind of give that part of the mark a plus for the coach. Let me and so I, losing that you end up getting yeah. a minus four. And um, this is probably a little bit of an overstatement, but would the Ravens factor in here? 
to me, they shouldn't. Yeah, they lost two home games, and they tossed, lost two home games late in the AFC. Blowing so huge lost, leads. Yes, so they lost to both the, the Bills and the Miami Dolphins at home on their field. And a lot of this has been decision-making by both Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh. So I could sit here and say, yes, they have been a very disappointing team at this point. They actually should never have lost those two games on their own field. All right, let's get to Boomer's final word. What you say after this don't don't matter. This is the final word. All right, Mike, so here we are. We're at the quarter pole, essentially, uh, week five, and we're starting to see certain teams figure out who they are, the Bengals being one of those teams. Uh, I think the Green Bay Packers are one of those teams. The Kansas City Chiefs are one of those teams. And we kind of know who the best teams are simply because of the coaches and the quarterbacks that are together. The question for me as we come you know, into week five and start heading towards the middle of the season, which one of the teams that got off to a really bad start is going to be able to save their season? And if I had to put one of those teams in that list, I would have to say the Colts simply because they've done this before. Really? Yeah, they have done this before. You have to remember that this is Frank's fifth quarterback in five years. And there's a growing pains with that, no matter how good the coach is, no matter how good the quarterback is. And I still think that that team, and we saw that team's defense go on the road and beat the Broncos. I don't care what anybody said, and get big turnovers. Right. So I'm going to say that we still have about three or four weeks to really get a sense of the team that's going to save their season here over the next few weeks. So, it, all right. And, and again, this is not anything you're going to be held to, but we're at the quarter pole. So if we had, if I had to say to you, all right, we're sitting down, NFC Championship Weekend, AFC Championship Weekend. NFC, is it Eagles and Niners in your world? I, I either have the Eagles and Niners or the Packers and the Niners right now. You got to pick them. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take uh, the Niners, and I'm going to take the Packers. I'll stick with the Eagles. I can't get the image of Aaron Rodgers losing home playoff games <laughs> and looking listless <laughs> out of my head. Go to the AFC, though. Well, it's, it's Buff- still it's Chiefs Buffalo Bills, and- right? Well, it's it's I, I have Cincinnati and San Francisco going to the Super Bowl for the third time. Oh, so I have to stick with the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, they're another team like, you know, that is starting to find themselves. Yeah. And they're starting to figure out who they are. They get up to a bad start. And, you know, sometimes we kind of forget that they were in the Super Bowl last year. And I think they're a better team this year than they were last year as their offensive line continues to gel. So I I, I kind of like Bill's Bengals in the AFC Championship. If the, if the Bengals can get any semblance of a running game, I will agree with you. You know, but they haven't gotten away from the running game. They still run the – they try to right. run They're the ball. Right, they're just awful at doing Yeah, I, mean, I think Joe Mixon's averaging like 2.7 yards per carry, Correct. but he's got like 58 carries or something. Yeah, so it's, it's really like working out. Uh, yeah, but the, but you, you got to still – you got to continue to – it's where I worry about the Bills. They refuse to do they it. Refuse to, they refuse to do it with Brian Dayball. But then again, if you had an athlete like Josh Allen as a quarterback that can eat up some of that running game – You'd want him to do that as well. All right, listen, we we are not we have data, we have games, <laughs> yes. we're forming opinions. Uh, thank you for listening. As always, uh, hell of a good time. We'll be back week six in the NFL. Where is time going? It is kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. We'll get at you next week. It's kickoff with, with Boomer and Valenti.